Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with my friend and colleague, Kelly Wingo. And Kelly has a company that's a leadership development consultancy. And this conversation is so, you get ready to like really feel that energy and that excitement and that and, and being empowered and encouraged because that's what Kelly is all about. She is incredible. I love her energy. We talk about cool things, including, and she is a wordsmith, let me tell you, the body is a living, breathing miracle. So we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about a superpowers audit, which is a cool thing that she does with her clients that I think all of us could do and how to be the CEO and founder of your life. That's it. I'm not saying anymore because you are going to love this episode. And, and I know that you're just going to feel that energy and excitement. And, and again, this is aligned with what we're doing here in the podcast is empowering you. So enjoy. Hello, Kelly. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jill. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Totally. And Kelly, you and I have known each other for probably about three years. We figured out, I think it was 2018. Yeah, almost like three, four three years. years this month, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Or three years. Yeah, three years this month. <laughs> That's great. It's great. So I'm excited about this conversation too. And you said something that I found very intriguing. And that was that you said the body is a living, breathing miracle. Yeah. And I just want to talk about that. Tell me more about why you said that. You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll preface it with a story that I was, I was kind of speaking to you about before. Years ago in New York City, and I'm not even sure if it's still there because it was still there for, for many years, it was called the Bodies Exhibit. I mean, it may sound gross to some people, but it was it was really fascinating to me. They have all of these cadavers, basically cadavers in different stages. And they talked about and they showed displays of all of the various muscles and how we use sight, how we're able to breathe, how we're able to think, how we're able to move. And it just was so fascinating that all of these things are so connected. And the fact that even that we can see something or even walk from here to there or have movement in our bodies is nothing short of a miracle from how our hearts beat to how our skin covers through our body to how water flows through our body and blood flows through our veins and arteries, that it is just amazing that sometimes the simplest things that we take for granted are just amazing things that flow together within our bodies. And I'm a woman of, of faith, so I'm like, wow, this is how God knitted us into our mother's wombs. And it was just amazing to see it. And I've always been fascinated with the body many years ago, like in high school, I actually wanted to be a sports medicine doctor for the Pistons specifically, because that's my favorite NBA team. <laughs> you know, was it really... Was it really about sports medicine or was it about hanging out with those basketball players? Because <laughs> I, I, I grew up in the era of the bad boys, you know, when it was like it was like football on hardwood, you know, and my dad took me to like um, we had front row seats at one of the Pistons game, which was, was really awesome. And I was a track athlete in high school, so I was always very interested in sports and things like that. 
but I've always been kind of fascinated with the body. I went in a completely different direction in terms of my career. However, you know, I've always been very fascinated with the body from like learning how to do ankle wraps when I was in kind of like a internship for sports medicine in high school to like, you know, fast forward many years forward um, when I went to see the bodies exhibit and just seeing how all of these these amazing things that happen to our body as we sleep, as we're awake, as we move, as we think, it just completely blew my mind. And it really, it really helped, it helped me respect my body and appreciate it. And to acknowledge the fact that there's nothing, your health is something you should never take for granted. You get one body and that's it. You can make more money. You can get a new car, you can get a new house, you can even get new relationships, but your body is what you have. So it's very important that we acknowledge it and make sure that we're taking care of what we need to take care of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so, it's it's like so obvious, but it's it's amazing how we can forget that every day. We get one body exactly. and we take, some people take better care of their houses and their cars than they do their own bodies. Yeah. And that's just crazy. You said something there. <laughs> you do. You said something there. <laughs> I mean, it's maybe it's easier, you know? I mean, it doesn't, your, your car doesn't complain if you're only feeding it a certain type of fuel, but uh, you know, it's complex. And mm. I think a lot of times we don't care for our bodies properly for many complicated reasons. And you could, someone could have trauma, someone could just be, you know, totally stressed out and not able to cope. So I, I don't think we, we're saying this to make people wrong. We're saying this to say, we all, you and I both have experienced that challenge, but that reminder to appreciate your body, yes, it's, it, it can help motivate you. It can help you to, to kind of do more for yourself. So you mentioned mind, body, spirit before we started recording. Tell me a little bit more about that. You know, mind, body, spirit, in my opinion, is always connected. You know, just kind of like you're talking about, it's not always just about fitness. Fitness and, and nutrition is very important, but it's about your whole self. It's about how you think, how you value yourself, which manifests in ways of how you take care of your body in some ways, how you take care of your spirit, how you take care of your mind, whether it be mental health, physical health, spiritual health. There's that three points of us that make us who we are. And the interesting thing is, even though all of us have mind, body, and spirit, those three points manifest differently. So in 7.7 billion people on this earth, there's only one Jill Cruz. There's only one person who can do what you do, think like you do, move like you do, you know, talk like you do. And that is amazing that we can all have these three things that are connected together, but the way the combination makes us very unique individuals. And when you really think about that you are one in 7.7 .7 billion people on this earth or however many people, billion people we have on this earth right now, that also speaks directly to things against um, imposter syndrome and comparing yourselves and all of these things. Because, you know, I love Oprah. She's great, but we don't need another Borpra, Corpra, Lorpra. She's got that. What we need is Jill Cruz. What we need is Kelly Wingo. What we need is, is John Doe and Sue and whoever else. Because if you don't understand the unique makeup of your mind, body, and spirit, there's a place in the universe that is missing you. 
the sun isn't shining quite as well because you're not understanding the value that you bring and understanding that 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 spiritual side of yourself, that mental side of yourself, that physical side of yourself is so important in terms of understanding the value and the greatness that you were born into mm. and how to show up in the world. Yeah. Wow. So that unique combination of the mind, body, and spirit, I, I've never really thought about it that way. And that's beautiful. And it's, it's so in, empowering. And, and I can feel your passion and your belief in this. It, and it, it's, it's getting me excited and feeling inspired. So thank you for, for that. And I think people listening will, will feel that energy of, wow, I am unique. It's not just about, you know, my unique set of skills in business. It's everything. It's my spirit. It's my body. It's, it's the combination of all of those things. Ooh, I like it, Kelly. All of that, all of that, all of that, all of that. (laughs) You see why I was excited about this conversation, Jill? (laughs) So, okay, well, I have a question then. How do we harness this? Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking like I could see people thinking like, well, okay, yeah, I'm unique, but now what do I do? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, in my day job, quote unquote, as you know, I I wanted to be a sports medicine doctor, but kind of parlay that into something different. I have a a leadership development consultancy. When I work with my clients, we do what's called a superpowers audit. So a superpowers audit, and it sounds kind of weird because it sounds like audit with superpowers. What does this mean? But it's really a chance for somebody to sit and truly think about what their superpowers, gifts, talents, skills are. Because we really don't sit down and think about the things we do well. We can think about a hundred things. I should have done this. I could have done this. I should have done this. But it's really important to think about who you are as a person that can go to personal branding and other things. And it can be as, as simple as I make great tea, or it could be like, you know what? I'm a powerhouse speaker, or it could be something like I show compassion to others, or I'm a strategic thinker, or I'm a woman of faith, whatever the case is. And it's interesting when I take my clients through these, these types of um, exercises, they think, oh, well, you know, it's about five things. I'm like, no, there's more than five things. And what's interesting is when we sit and we really think about it, we come up with pages of things that people feel like are their superpowers, their gifts, mm. talents, their skills, anything. And nothing is stupid. And, the, and one of the rules is you are not allowed to take compliments away from yourself. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that is that, you know, I'm really a strategic thinker, but sometimes no buts. I'm a strategic thinker, period. We are claiming it. We are naming it. This is what you are. There's a period, not a question mark, not a but, but here it is. I am this. And what that can do when we take, when we think about our mind, body, and spirit and our unique makeup, we think about our superpowers, gifts, talents, and skills. When we come into challenges, we can look at this list and say, all right, I know I have a a big meeting, let's say if it's at work, I have a big meeting coming up where I need to make this presentation. What three superpowers can I rely on that I naturally do well to, to make this a win, to turn this challenge into an opportunity and opportunity into a blessing? So, you know, what I always encourage people to do is put up your list of superpowers. 
somewhere on your computer, somewhere in your bedroom. So you are always clear on who you are and that value that you bring. Wow. I'm going to do that. I'm doing it this weekend. I'm going to, because this is, I think it, it's fun to do it with somebody and you're obviously coaching people and kind of really drawing out a lot probably, but we could, we could do this on our own as well. And with that guidance of there are no buts, there are no qualifiers here. It just is. And it's, it's a bragging session. You get to brag about yourself and feel good about like brag in a good sense, you know, and using that for those difficult moments. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. And also, like you mentioned, you know, this mind, body, spirit, because that way you can see, okay, well, like I know for me, one of my strengths is I have a lot of energy. And that's a, that's a body thing. It's a mind thing. It's a spirit thing as well, but it's definitely a body thing. Yeah. Or I don't, I, I just feel like, you know, you can kind of even almost be in these different categories, like physically, what are my strengths? Yeah. M you know, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, all of these different aspects. And then you can get that picture of who am I as this unique individual, Jill Cruz, Kelly Wingo in this world, but I bring this wonderful combination of of um, all of these facets of who I am. That's also very empowering. <laughs> we yeah. are just, we are on fire with empowerment today. <laughs> we're going to get you going. If nothing else happens, we're going to get you going for these 20 minutes. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like people like, you know, pulsating with empowerment <laughs> and, and confidence after this. I love exactly, it. Exactly. Oh man. So now tell me, cause you mentioned also before we um, started recording about this, this concept of the ownership mindset. I'm curious about that because what I found when you were talking about it is that it doesn't matter if you're in your, your own a company, you're in a, an employee in a company. I was a stay at home mom for 12 years mm -hmm. and that ownership mindset, to be honest, I think I took, a, took that it took me a couple of years to step into it, but eventually I was like, yeah, I'm, this is, this is my business here. This is my own little small business with two. Well, if you include my husband, three employees, <laughs> <laughs> three, directors, three employees, love it. <laughs> or maybe they were clients. I don't know. Maybe they, they were both, but and in any case, I think this idea of the ownership mindset, I would love to hear more about that because I think it applies to all women. And it's, it's something, again, that can be empowering, that gives you that confidence. Yes. Love it. Love it. You know, the ownership mindset, you know, whether you want to call it an entrepreneurial mindset or entrepreneurial mindset, which are employees that operate with an, an entrepreneurial spirit, you're right, is that it's all facets of our lives. Because at the end of the day, we are the CEOs and the founders of our lives, whether it be personal or professional. So I love the fact that stay-at-home mothers, parents, whether you work inside the home or outside the home, you are the CEO of your life. You may be the CEO of your family. You, you, know, you can be, even if you work in the mailroom in your company, you can still have that ownership mindset. If you're a CEO, you can still have that ownership mindset because we have so much power, influence, and control than we give ourselves credit for. It's so easy to think about, well, the things I don't have control over. And yes, there's some things in life that we don't have control over. Well, we got to put that to the side. We can't worry about that. 
But we focus on the things that we do have power, influence, and control over. And that's that ownership mindset because nobody needs to give us permission to be highly motivated, whether it's taking care of your children, whether it's running a company, whether it's making sure your data entry is correct, whether it's making sure that you get up in the morning and do that workout that you've been promising yourself that you're going to do. It's about having that ownership and knowing the value you bring and bringing it whatever it is, and understanding that we do have much more say on how we operate and how we show up in the world, even in situations that may seem like we don't have a lot of influence, we have a lot more influence than we think. Because influence isn't always about, okay, Jill, let me influence you to this, and you automatically say yes to whatever I want. Influence like life is a journey. It's where we give ourselves grace, Sometimes we've got to course correct. Sometimes we've got to go a little bit left. Some, sometimes a little bit right. Sometimes we go straight forward, but we can still get to the pinnacle of the mountain. And that's having that ownership mindset of having the vision that we see for ourselves and having ownership on the strategy, the steps you take to get to whatever goals or whatever vision you have to bring it to fruition. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. I'm wondering now, is there a way, I'm sure, because you have so many great quotes, Kelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like writing down all these quotes here. Superpowers audit. The body is a living, breathing miracle. CEO and founder of our lives. Like you could, you could just be like a quote creator. But um, anyway, like in, you know, when you retire, maybe you do that. How do you connect this activity that you described of writing down, you know, your unique set of superpowers with this ownership mindset? Cause I'm, I'm, I have a feeling that you connect those two together. You absolutely connect them. And it, it's, it's, it's actually talking, expanding a bit more on what I was sharing before is that when you come into situations where there are challenges or you already see them as an opportunity, you think about how do I show up? How can I take what I do naturally very well and turn this into something that is going to be fruitful for me and for the others? That might be in my life. So for instance, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, and you have maybe toddlers and toddlers, favorite word is, no, I don't want to do this because they're learning their independence. Even with challenging times like this, you know, maybe you're a patient person. I'm going to use patience, which might be my natural gift. And I'm also going to use strategy. Sometimes we think strategy is only for business. No strategies can work with two-year-olds too. You know, what Mm. is strategy to get buy-in for my child so that Maybe he or she eats his, her, their vegetables or, you know, they like to do jumping jacks or they do their homework. So it's about tying who you are as a unique individual with those superpowers, gifts and talents and taking that ownership mindset and saying, you know what, I'm owning this situation, whether it be a big presentation at work, asking for that promotion, asking for that bonus or, you know, planning meals for the week, whatever the case is, it's about understanding that power and that ownership using those unique talents that you have and gifts that you have to come out victorious and think, you know, on the positive side, yes, there are challenges. Life always has challenges, but if I come in, in contact with a challenge, how might I overcome those challenges? And that's really where the learning comes in because you don't get a cookie or a gold star for doing things that are things that are easy for you. You just don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you woke up like this, well, congratulations, put it on Instagram, maybe you'll get some likes. However, for the rest of us, when we talk about challenges, 
that's really when you grow. That's really when you learn because if everything is perfect, which perfection is an illusion, if we think everything is perfect, then how do you really know what you're doing is special or right? You sometimes have to come into resistance to understand what your real strengths are. I love that point. Yeah, I I emphasize that a lot to our clients because like if if they knew how to lose weight or, you know, be healthy and, you know, do healthy aging, why would they be coming to us? Like there's going, there are going to be challenges. And the question is, do you see that as just this, you know, thing that stops you or do you see it as an opportunity to learn and to grow and, and just be better? And in the dieting industry in particular, those, those challenges are seen as personality flaws. Mm. They're seen as, you know, you as the individual are made wrong for not liking to cook. Or yes. not liking to eat vegetables. And it's like, no, that's actually just a challenge. And is there something we can learn from that? So we know from psychology research that that people, when people see a challenge as a learning opportunity, it, it does improve performance or, you know, there's all different types of studies on this, but it doesn't improve our behavior if we just give up. If we just say, oh, well, you know, I suck at that. So I'm just going to keep doing my old behavior that doesn't ever change the behavior in a positive way. So I think it's really important to keep this in mind. And the other thing that you mentioned here too, that I think is really important in these types of situations is knowing what you can control and what you cannot control. Mm -hmm. That is so important because, and I think it's also empowering because you can literally look at a situation and you can say, okay, what are the things about this situation I cannot control? Mm -hmm. Well, I can't control my boss's attitude. I can't control, I pretty much can't control my two-year-old's behavior because <laughs> she's a two-year-old, you know, whatever it is, right? I can't control the fact that clients are going to have challenges, right? So there's so many things that we cannot control. And I think a lot of our suffering comes from trying to control things that we have no control over. But, and I think what you're saying here is that there is a whole realm of things that we can control, which is our thoughts and our actions. And the more that we understand ourselves and we give ourselves that grace and also that appreciation and that, you know, like, hey, yeah, you're pretty badass. (laughs) This is, this is your unique set of mind, body, and spirit, um, things. And you can make that choice that is within your control to choose to take a particular action. And that's the ownership mindset. I'm sure it's part of the ownership mindset. So this is fabulous. And I love what you're doing, Kelly. I I think you're, you're changing the world one person at a time because it's, you know, imagine being in, and I'm sure this is part of the reason that you're in this field in the beginning is I think you even said it before we started recording, like this is your work is something you do day in and day out for 50 years, 60 years, yep. however long we do it. And if you're unhappy, mm. that is going to affect your health adversely and, and you're going to be miserable. So, you know, taking this ownership mentality is really taking charge of your, of your life and taking charge of your health. Like you said, the life <laughs> CEO and founder of our lives. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, as I say before, I mean, life is too short to stay in places and spaces that are sucking your life's blood. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we even talking about in the professional realm, even in economic downturns and whatever is going on in our country, there are still opportunities. You have to train your mind to see opportunities everywhere, even in the middle of a pandemic. 
there are still opportunities. When you have that ownership mindset, when you know what your unique value proposition is, your personal brand, whatever you would like to call it, you start to see things. You, your, your mind gets trained to see opportunities. And that's also an ownership mindset. You know, whether it's, it's, it's shifting the perspective, um, looking at it you know, with a different frame, we as humans, we're kaleidoscopes, right? So depending on how the light hits us, we reflect different colors. You know, you may see me one way, Jill. Somebody else may see me a different way. Another person may see, you know, me a different way because, and that's the beauty of it. So with your lens, you see things, you see the world differently than maybe what I do, but we can still be complementary. And that's also part of that ownership mindset because when you know yourself, you're able to see the value in other people. When you feel like you have a closed mindset about yourself, you start to see everybody else in a negative way because you don't understand the value that you bring. It's like it's like having smudged glasses. If you have smudged glasses, everything you look at is going to be blurred. You've got to take the time to clean your own glasses so you can see clearly. And when you see yourself clearly, you see others clearly as well. That's beautiful. You are very smart, Kelly. <laughs> Hang around with smart people like you, Jill. So, (laughs) well, you know, this is why I like to call co creation. I think this is why I love doing this podcast because you know all of these things. And I think it's also like you're saying right now, like the kaleidoscope thing is like when you and I are interacting right now, we're kind of feeding off of each other's energy. Yeah. And I can feel it. And I think people listening can feel that. And it's like we're creating something new right here. Yes. And yes, we do increase our brilliance by hanging out with other brilliant people who are open to having this ownership mindset, who are uh, willing to make mistakes and grow. So, you know, I I love having these conversations. And and I really, I feel like the people that you work with are, are very fortunate to find you. You know, after the podcast, I'll do a little outro kind of thing and and talk about, tell us a little bit more about how you help people. Sure. So um, I have a leadership development consultancy called KMW Catalyst. And we um, offer leadership development services uh, services primarily for the the workplace, but also entrepreneurs as, um, themselves on topics such as innovation, having an innovation mindset, or um, new managers, how to manage these complex individuals we call humans. So we talk, we do a lot of coaching, training, workshops, facilitations, keynotes, things of that nature. And it's really about at the at the the baseline, it's really about excavating the greatness within. It just happens to be manifested when we work with companies in workplaces. But again, mind, body, spirit is connected. So it also translates into how you show up in your in your personal life as well. Leadership development means a lot of things. It means ownership mindset. And specifically, we focus on what I was saying before, entrepreneurial culture or technically entrepreneurship, which are employees that operate with an entrepreneurial spirit, which is good, whether you're working in the mailroom or the boardroom. It's for every employee at every level. Yeah. Yeah. That, I love that. So, so if you're working with a particular corporation, they're going to be getting this, this feedback, this consultant mm-hmm. uh, services from you, workshops, trainings, and stuff like that. And it's going to be affecting their employees because these are companies that are interested in empowering their employees to have that ownership mindset, which is going to make the entire company better. 
I, I don't think there's ever been a company that has squished down and minimized and, you know, neglected their employees that has really been a force of positive change in the world. We're, we won't have to go into names or anything like that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, and I don't know a lot about the corporate world, but you know, I have this attitude of like, oh, corporations, you know, they, they really don't care about the individual, but you're obviously working for companies that do care, which yes. is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think you really hit nail on the head, Jill. It has to start with the humans that work in your company, because when you have happier, more empowered, more ownership minded employees, well, what does that do? Well, that increases customer and client satisfaction, because if you hate your job, your customers and clients know you hate your job, too. Yes. Of course, you know, when you have happier, more empowered employees with better customer service, it also fosters a a environment of innovation where you're not afraid to make mistakes. You're you're able Mm -hmm. to learn new things. You're able to, you know, move forward in different ways. And of course, since I I primarily work for uh, work with for profit businesses, it also leads to revenue. So let's just talk about the bottom line, too, especially Mm -hmm. in the era when we're talking about the great resignation and compressed revenue growth and all of that. All of these things are domino effects. So when you start focusing on the human inside of your business, it definitely snowballs into something that can be great for your company. That's awesome. Well, I hope that anybody listening, if you own a company or you work for a company, tell your bosses. <laughs> we would love to work with you, honestly. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's in your best interest to tell your bosses, hey, look, we, we could be doing things a lot better here, you know. And that's taking ownership, right? It is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Well, this has been fantastic, Kelly. I I feel energized. I feel excited. I feel empowered. I'm going to do my superpowers audit on my own. And I encourage people to do that. Anybody can do that. That's fun. Anybody can do that. It's fun. And we need to take the time to acknowledge the greatness that we are. We don't do enough of it. So, you know, and I, I am so grateful to you, Jill, for this opportunity to talk to you, of course, you know, since we've known each other for three years, our third year anniversary, know each other and um, talk to your wonderful audience because what you're doing is such fabulous work and it is so, so needed because there's so many women and people out there who need to hear from you and have that encouragement and offering this space. So thank you for this uh, invitation. And I don't take it lightly and I'm very honored to be here. Oh, thank you. This was great. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Did you feel it? Did you feel the energy? I mean, Kelly is just phenomenal. Kelly Wingo uh, owns a company called KMW Catalyst, and she is the founder and the chief vision and strategy officer. So the company basically does leadership development. And as she said in the podcast, you know, doing workshops and consulting and coaching in various companies, corporations to help empower your employees to take that ownership mindset and really improve everything that you're doing. And ultimately, like she said, the bottom line of your company. So definitely check out Kelly's work. Her website is KM, like Mary, KMWCatalyst.com. And that will be in the show notes. And if you want to check out Kelly, you can also uh, check her out on 
LinkedIn, where she is very active. Thank you so much for listening. And I know that right now you're probably feeling kind of fired up and just filled with confidence. And so if you want more of that juicy stuff, check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N weightloss.com. And we specialize in helping women lose weight as a byproduct of improved health. So health first, and then that when that happens, the weight loss happens as well. And so we encourage you to work with your nature. So check out the website. We do have a great blog post with lots of information and inspiration to ride that wave of excitement that you just got from this episode. <music>